I'd recommend getting a newer translation of that, one that's a little bit more easier to read and relevant to today's terms. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, 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 Mark. Hey. What's up? What's going on? I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's having a good day so far. If you're listening to this in the morning, I hope that the rest of your day is wicked. If you're listening to this at night or in the afternoon, I hope that your day, yeah, like I said, it's going well so far or it went well. And if it didn't, tomorrow's a new day. But welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. You know, it's the it's the opportunity for me, Mark, obviously, to... You know, come out here, have some open and authentic conversations, usually around like mental health, self-development, you know, the problems that you might go through in your personal life, your work life, your home life, your love life, no matter what it is. I just want to start having these conversations that are maybe stigmatized or a little bit difficult to start, or they just don't really happen on a day-to-day basis. And the reason I want to do that is because I want to show you, yes, you listening to this right now, that no matter what it is that you're going through, you are not alone. And life can and will get better for you. So, without further ado, let's jump right into exactly what it is I wanted to talk to you today, which is, you know, a couple of books. I wanted to talk about five books that I would recommend, or I guess five more books that I'd recommend, because I've already done an episode like this, so you can go back and check that out if you're interested. But five books that I recommend would maybe call this Marky's reading list. I don't know because a lot of people DM me on Instagram asking me what books they should be reading for you know mental health, self-development, that kind of stuff. I don't usually recommend novels. I'm actually reading one of the first novels I've read in years. Um, typically what I read is nonfiction stuff because I'm just interested in you know philosophy, psychology, and just learning a little bit more about you know trying to figure out my own brain and why I feel the way I do, and then I just try and share everything I learn with you guys. So, like I said, you can follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, it'll be in the description of the podcast, uh, but it's at Mark D. Henriksen. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, it'll be right down here. But uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about you know books that I'd recommend for people. I'm going to run through a list of about five different books, and then I'm going to try and cover you know, without giving away the book, because I want you to go out and read these, I'm going to try and cover at least my takeaways or at least a couple of the takeaways that I had from these books and why I'd recommend them for you. And maybe you'll hear that and be like, oh, that book sounds like it's just right for me. So the very first one I'm going to recommend is called Surrounded by Idiots. It's by Thomas Erickson. And I actually didn't read the physical copy of this one. I listened to the audiobook while I was at work a couple weeks back, but this book hit me hard. I've recommended it to quite a few people just in in-person conversations. And the reason that this book hit me hard so well, I, or I guess it just hit me hard, uh, is because you know so many times in my life I felt like I was surrounded by fucking idiots. And listening to this book uh, kind of helped me understand that you know, the people that, you know, I don't disagree, the people that I don't agree with or the people that I disagree with aren't always idiots. Some of them are, but some of them are just, you know, people that think differently than I do. And this book helped me understand and break down different thought patterns that different personality types have and why they value the things that they value. And it just helped me out 
you know, understanding and being able to empathize and sympathize with the people around me that I don't always agree with. And then it helps me understand, you know, the people that are around me on a day-to-day basis, you know, my friends, my family, my loved ones. And it kind of just helped me understand different personality types. And it made me feel a little bit more comfortable with, you know, my differences from other people. But it also made me feel more comfortable with, you know, having the people that have differences from me, you know, around me all the time. And it helped me deal with kind of not just conflict resolution, but just understanding, you know, where people are coming from and why they're maybe in the situation that they're in. So surrounded by idiots, if you ever feel like I did, you know, or still do a lot of the time where you're kind of looking around like, are these people all fucking stupid? Like, am I the only one that thinks this way? Then this is a really good book for you. You'll probably enjoy it and you'll probably take a lot out of it. I don't think it'll solve all your problems because I'm still pretty judgmental. Unfortunately, it's just one of my flaws I'm working on right now. But this book really helped me out and get me on the right path for that. So if you are in a similar situation, you'll probably like this. Book number two that I'm going to recommend on this list is Meditations. Uh, This is kind of a collection uh, of journals from Marcus Aurelius, one of the great Roman emperors. Uh, If you're interested in Stoic philosophy or have ever been interested in Stoic philosophy, this would be an extremely good read. I would say this is like my little disclaimer for this book for meditations. If you're going to order this book online or if you're going to, you know, buy this book to read, then I would recommend, you know, taking a look at which translations you're looking for. The translation that I have of it is like pretty old English. So even though it's a small book, I don't know if I even have it here. Um, nope. No, I don't see it here. But... Even though it's a small book, it's really not thick at all. Uh, It took me quite a while to get through it just because it's written in Old English. It's translated into Old English um, or an older English than I'm used to reading. And so a lot of the references or the words that were used, I had to either look up or just sit there and kind of figure out myself. And so for that reason, I'd say if you're you know, not too passionate about Stoic philosophy, you just want to juice all of the information or ideas or perspectives that you possibly can from it. I'd recommend getting a newer translation of that one that's a little bit more easy to read and relevant to today's terms. Um, But yeah, meditations, Marcus Aurelius, this book helped me out a ton because, you know, not only was Marcus Aurelius a Roman emperor, but he came from poverty and was brought into being an emperor. So he wasn't like kind of in this hereditary royal family, um, which is kind of cool in my eyes because he didn't come from that like privileged upper class. He was brought into it because of the character that he was. Uh, If you want to hear more about his story, I would really recommend reading into it. It's pretty interesting. Um, But, you know, this guy, he's an emperor and he is serving his time as a politician during one of the worst pandemics ever. Actually, it's a 15 year pandemic that took, you know, his wife from him and half of his kids. So this guy obviously had to deal with, you know, the Roman emperor, the Roman empire going through wars, pandemics that are taking away his family members and tons of other struggles. And yet every single day in his journal, he's writing about how to become a better man, how to serve his society better, how to, you know, basically, yeah, how to live properly. And so that was a huge, huge turning point for me because, you know, 
it really put my problems into perspective and the fact that this guy had so much on his plate and the main concern that he had every single day when he woke up was instilling the right habits and behaviors into his life like journaling and meditating and you know telling the truth all the time and you know just taking care of the people around you giving others the benefit of the doubt all of these different values and this is what this guy was passionate about and it's not that he was born with these qualities it's that he was a flawed man like I am, like many other people are. And his main concern was just correcting his own behavior. And in turn, that would set the example and correct society. And so that's one of the biggest things. My favorite part of that book, I think, is the beginning of book five. The chapters are all called books in this book, so it's a little bit confusing. But chapter five or book five, I think it is the beginning of it. He's talking about it's kind of like a journal entry where he's talking to himself and he's basically debating whether or not he should get out of bed and rise, you know, to the occasion in the morning because he's sitting there thinking, you know, I'm the emperor. I don't have to get up. I could cancel all my meetings today. I don't have to do anything. I'm literally the most powerful man in the most powerful empire that's ever been around. So he, he had no obligation to wake up, but here he is writing this journal entry where he's debating with himself, like, you know, does, a wild animal in in the forest wake up and think, oh, why do I have to do all this shit today? Or do they just get up and start moving? And so he took those values and tried to implement it himself. And that's why this book was so powerful and moving for me because it really helped me out with kind of instilling those values as well. The next book, number three, that I'm gonna recommend, sorry, I'm trying to just blow through these as fast as possible, but I'm looking at this timer here and it's running pretty quick. So I'll try and speed this up. Unless you want this to be a longer episode, then I'll try and slow it down. Actually, it doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna go with the flow. Number three, chop wood, carry water. Joshua Medcalf, I think that this author's name was. I should have really written this down, but number three, yeah, chop wood, carry water. That book was given to me by a boss that I used to have, really cool, actually. And the title of it actually, you know, it. It has nothing to do with what the book's about, but it also has everything to do with what the book's about. This book is going to help you out if you find yourself, you know, I'm trying not to give away a lot of this book because this is actually a really cool, interesting book. I I really recommend this one, Chop Wood, Carry Water. I'm trying to find a way to describe it without giving away the book, but I guess the best way I could do that is if you found yourself kind of working through the monotonous, boring, annoying parts of a task, or maybe you're doing something that doesn't really feel like it's building towards your actual goal, this is the book for you. It's gonna help you out with understanding why you're doing the things that you're doing, what skills you're gonna be learning from the, the small monotonous jobs like chopping wood or carrying water, and how that's gonna to apply to your goal, whether it's completely unrelated and far-fetched like becoming a samurai warrior. So go and check out this book, Chop Wood, Carry Water, because, you know, I find myself in this mindset all the time where I'm like, man, I'm just doing the same things all the time. It's very monotonous and it doesn't feel like it's getting me closer to my goal. But this book really helped me out with, you know, changing my perspective in the sense that, you know, all the little things that you're doing on a daily basis are sharpening your swords or fine tuning your skills so that when you are chasing after your goal, you'll be able to reach it. And so if you, like I said, if you find yourself in that kind of state where you're just working through this monotony, 
or these boring tasks. Chop wood, carry water is a good book for you. Dang, that leaves two left. If I had to narrow it down to two more books, I'd say, hmm, fourth one will be, it's kind of fitting, The Four Agreements. Four Agreements was written by, I think it was Don Miguel Ruiz. And the Four Agreements really helped me out. I actually just recently, you know, was thinking about this as an episode. It's probably going to be an episode, maybe the next episode. But, you know, Four Agreements talks about kind of the, the agreements that we make with ourselves at a young age. The, the things that we start to tell ourselves are kind of like universal truths. But they've just been lessons that have been instilled in us, either for the good reasons or wrong reasons. And we start to view those agreements as limitations on ourselves or what we think that we're capable of or what we think is achievable or possible for us. And these agreements kind of start stemming right away from our childhood, our adolescence and when we're developing. And so I actually, I don't have my copy of the book on me right now. I have uh, two other books by him as well. But uh, the four agreements, it kind of looks like these books, all of his, his like covers kind of look similar. So that's what the covers typically look like. Don Miguel Ruiz, it's a pretty popular book, Four Agreements. So if you haven't heard of it, go and check it out. If you haven't read it, it's a short read. It's probably the same as one of these. So not a thick book at all. You'll probably blow through it a lot faster than I did. But Four Agreements is a really good book. Like I said, it's, it's about the things that we kind of sell ourselves on in terms of what's possible for us to achieve or what's possible for anyone to achieve or you know maybe even the little things to like what we're good at or what we should do in public the little agreements that we make with ourselves because maybe someone told us something one time and we just believe that to be true so if that's something that you're kind of struggling with or dealing with or actually honestly I'd probably recommend this book for anybody I think it's kind of just like one of those stepping stone books and uh, that leads me to number five, which would be The Art of Living, Epictetus. And actually, I think I do have that one right here. Art of Living, my copy is a little bit more beat up. You can see there's like folds in the cover. The spine is kind of torn a little bit, but I've had this book for years. I think I got it in 2016, so five years ago. And I don't know how many times I've read through it. It's not really like a, a this written the same way as a lot of books. It's just kind of like uh, like small lessons on each page. And so the reason I value this book so much is because I used to literally just leave it in my desk at work when I worked in an office. And every single day I would just pull it out first thing and just read one of the pages. It's one of those books where it's just got a bunch of little lessons from Epictetus, who's also a Stoic philosopher. I think he was born a slave and um, became a philosopher through his own right of just kind of studying and consistently trying to teach himself how to read and make his life a little bit better. He, um, yeah, Epictetus was one of the guys that first turned me on to Stoic philosophy. Shout out to John and Steph for giving me this book and turning me on to Stoic philosophy because this was truly the stepping stone of you know, my journey in self-development and wanting to make myself a better man, wanting to make myself a better person, not just for myself, but the people around me to treat them better and to be able to take care of them. And, you know, for me, that was kind of what started to give me value in my life, what started to give me a meaning, a feeling of, you know, connectedness 
and a feeling of wholeness, of completeness. So if you're interested in just reading like short little pages one at a time, like that was kind of my intro into reading in the first place as an adult, I would really recommend The Art of Living by Epictetus. Um, unreal book and just the small little lessons. It's crazy to think of, you know, these guys were living over a thousand years ago and the lessons that they're teaching themselves and teaching others are, excuse me, extremely relatable today. So those are my five books that I would recommend for this episode. I try and keep away from, you know, the stereotypical self-help, self-development, mental health books uh, and try and throw some of these ones that, you know, maybe aren't considered to be self-help books, uh, like meditations, or might be a little bit more obscure books that I hadn't heard of before I had picked them up, like Surrounded by Idiots. And so I hope that these books kind of are fresh books that you haven't heard of before, or if you have heard of them before, and I'm just reminding you of them right now, I hope that you go out and get them and enjoy them and, you know, get as much value as I did out of them. And then that kind of just leads me up to wrapping up this episode. If I have any, you know, books missing from this list, or if you have any books that you'd recommend that I read or anything like that, I do often purchase books that, you know, people recommend to me and then I end up reading them and then I either like them or I give them away. So let me know what you guys think. If you've read these books before, what you thought of them, if I'm missing any books, which ones you'd like me to include in my next list. But That's all I got for today. So thank you so much for the love, the support. I really do appreciate it. And you are the reason that I do what I do. So thank you so much. Much love and peace out. Let's go, baby.